listeners. Welcome into this episode of Caitlin's Craft Collective. I'm Louise and today I've got a blather with highlights, what's crack, lockdown letters, which is a new thing, poet recorder is back, and a me 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 section. So get your cup of tea, your dram, or possibly your IV drip, I'll tell you what crack's been in Caitlin's this past few weeks. better stop that. The last episode I recorded with that, it did sound a little bit funny on the music, but my voice sounded okay. So I went with it. Uh, apologies if the production on this is not as good as it should be. I'm not doing it otherwise, so. <laughs> Listeners, you know you love me. Okay, episode 229. I had to look that up. I thought it was only on 228, but no, 229. The blather. Whilst driving to Wick, I thought this one up. I saw the most beautiful sunbeam lay across the land. It was golden and it just lit up the land in only the way that a low golden winter sun can. It highlighted the vegetation, the gorse, which has just started to bloom again, and it made it all just look glorious. The day had been grey and dull until then. Just another day in lockdown. And then I started pondering about highlights. The other highlight of the drive to Wick was that the big shed was open in wreath and the light was on. I don't know them, but I like to catch a glimpse of what's in the shed of a Saturday as I drive to Wick to do my food shopping and to check on my mum. He's got a caravan, there's an old vintage car and a tractor and he's often washing his car of a Saturday and it's just my sheer nosiness. Glimpsing into people's houses when you're passing by is a thing. It's a bit creepy, to be honest. But if you're on a bus passing by and house's lights are on and people are maybe in, or actually better sometimes when they're not, but you pass by and you catch a wee glimpse of another life and your imagination can go a little bit, oh, I wonder what they're having for tea. Or are they having an argument? Or, oh, check out their ornament or... Look, they're watching that on telly. I've seen that. That's quite good. Or oh, quite fancy watching that. And also, it generally looks warm because <laughs> their light's on as you whiz past when you're probably cold on the bus. How bus people? Hope you've got your masks on. And you're wishing that you were already home being cosy too. And obviously they can shut their curtains <laughs> if they don't want you to look in as you're whizzing past. And I'm talking a glance, not a stare. Or you're going into legal territory here. Things remain a bit stagnant here. Some bairns are going back to school and nursery next week, but my two aren't. So we're looking for the highlights of the stagnant, such as food being equally a highlight and a chore. (laughs) But it's so much nicer to be able to eat tasty food. So I've been planning ahead and forcing myself or someone else to cook. A huge highlight being getting the odd takeaway and supporting our friends and the Italians in Wick. Oh, yum, 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 that was a nice pizza. Richard was working in Dundee a few weeks ago and he got a Japanese takeaway. And he sent me a picture and then he WhatsApped me a video and he says, right, I'll put this down. And I says, that's all right. Keep it on and we'll be company when you're eating. So he ate and I drooled. Oh, it looked amazing. So if you're near Dundee, do get the Japanese 
uh, restaurant takeaway just now. Nom nom nom. Uh, <laughs> just send me it by the map, like the Muppets map, because yum 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 yum. The small things have become highlights. In craft, I received a gift of a stationery box from under the rowan tree, which was a huge highlight. Um, they didn't send me it, it was a gift from somebody, no, but um, they got it from under the rowan tree. And there's some washi tape with a sloth on it, which I love sloths. And there was a couple of lovely um, paper clips. There was a black Sakura notepad and uh, some jelly roll pens in gold, white and silver, which write absolutely beautifully. And what else was in there? Oh, and a couple of post-it notes. <laughs> I picked up and I said, the officer don't work where we work. <laughs> uh, and also there was a little sloth notebook as well, which is really kind and very much appreciated. And I've used it quite a bit since I got it on Friday. <laughs> so it was a big highlight. In crafty ideas, having something a bit special is a highlight, such as a fur trim, not real fur obviously, or a fancy pom-pom, or a bright accent colour in the design. It doesn't detract from the rest of the garment, but it gives it extra depth. I hope that this podcast will be a wee highlight to you and your day, and you have a daily or weekly highlight with until the fun- full sunbeam will come back out again. Thank you for the messages I got last from regarding the last episode's comfort leather. You actually gave me great comfort from them. I hope that you're continuing to gain comfort from things, be it guilty pleasures of the things that make you happy. Sending comforting thoughts to our texts and listener friends. We are having a cold time here just now. And no, we are not. Who are? Sorry. They are having a cold time just now. And Texas isn't really set up for what with different things that happen, so they've had the perfect storm and it's all gone wrong. Having no power is not easy, and also burst pipes is no fun at all either. I'm speaking from recent experience of the second one there. Thankfully we caught it very quickly and it didn't cause too much damage. But my wee heater that I normally have with me just now when I'm recording a podcast upstairs is down in the wet area, heating it up and drying it out. <laughs> So, me and the orangutan are very cold right now. <laughs> also, Ravelry is soon to get rid of its old non-migraine-inducing colour scheme. So, if you can't use the new Ravelry, then now is the time to download all of your information. Oh, division music. Lockdown letters. This is a new section. It's a sort of swap. But just letters. I thought that I would sort start a sort of swap, but one that has brought me great joy. Pen pal or letter swap. Would you like to send and receive a letter from another listener? Yes, listeners, you would. You would want that joy of the postman giving you something that is A, not a bill, and B, you can sit and have a cup of tea and read, and then reply. And it's lovely. If so, sign up now. <laughs> and I'm not talking just a wee card notelet thing. I'm talking
talking proper later. I'm going to set up a Google form for this and you send me in it your email address and if you want to send national or internationally and also how many. I will then start sending your emails to each other and you do the rest. I will also start you off with the proforma that you can use of because if you've not ever spoken to this person before, it could maybe be like, hmm, what do I say? But sometimes, and I'm sorry about this, to people that I've done this to, I don't know if I like it, if they like it, but I do. And usually, not how much is actually happening just now, but just descriptions of things, um, of what you've been doing. Because just now, mine's would be sort of what I'm doing. I'm sitting upstairs, it's really cold in here, not as cold as Texas and other places around the planet, of course. Um, I'm looking at my dressing gown. I've got a beautiful dressing gown that's obviously not... Um, uh, I was going to say not a man-made, but it is a man-made fibre. And I was standing beside the fire a couple of weeks ago and I melted where my um, calves touched the fire door. And I've melted two holes in my um, dressing gown, but I can chop it off and then rehem it. And it's sitting sort of upstairs beside my sewing machine to make me do it. So um, you know that kind of nonsense. But I would put, maybe put in a little less nonsense than that because maybe dressing gown is a little bit too familiar for somebody that you've never met before. You could just see I've got some mending to do. Um, name, obviously, a little bit about where you live. How long a listener you have been, because it's all about me, listeners. <laughs> Get your own podcast. What crafts do you enjoy? What other hobbies do you like? What are you working on craft-wise just now? And what are you going to na- make next? And also, this would probably take at least two pages, I would say, because we like to talk about the content of the yarn. We like to talk about if it's going well. We like to talk about what type of hobbies we like. See, you've got loads to see. And before you know it, you'll be looking up Basildon Bond letter writing paper on the internet and stocking your postie and also looking out your fountain pen. <gasps> oh, I'm going to do that. Yes. So, let, listeners, lockdown letters, sign up now. Or rather, wait for until I've actually set up the Google form, which I will be at some point today. Right, Poetry Corner. <laughs> I did it last episode. And the lovely male replied about this and thought that she was kind of the same for liking poetry, but not always knowing exactly what it meant. Doesn't mean that you don't appreciate it. So um, I quite like poetry. So today's one is a shortish one because the sun is out today and whilst it's quite breezy, it's almost spring-like. My crocuses are out and I heard my first skylarks today and they were a welcome sound back. This is called Thaw and it's by Edward Thomas. Over the land freckled with snow half-thawed, the speculating rooks at their nest called and saw them from elm tops delicate as flowers of grass where we below could not see winter pass. Edward Thomas.
Like a huge video, even on a piece of paper, but. Me, me, me section. Right, I have finished my clincher shawl. I finished something with nurse. I felt so good. It was a highlight. By Ash Cairns Hand Knitting. And I used three Irish girls, sock weight yarn in the leader of the pack. Vroom, vroom. I meant to sing that to you last episode, but I kind of forgot. The leader of the pack. Vroom, vroom. Um, doesn't say vroom, vroom on it, but we're all singing it. And this was a Christmas gift from the very wonderful Turbo Gal, Lisa. So I wasn't sure if I had enough to finish the edge part because you do, it's a triangle shape. <laughs> Which triangle was it again? Now, it's got, I can't remember which type of triangle it is. I think it's an isosceles. That's the one where they're all different sizes. Uh, you've got a long one, a short, a very short one, and a not quite so long one. But it all adds up to 360 degrees. That's uh, anyway, listeners. Um, along the short edge, you I cord stitch along, and you put in uh, hoops, and they've got loops. And then what you do is you take your short. No, you don't. You put your short edge, and you take the thin, pointy edge of the other side of the shawl, and you feed it through all these loops and it becomes a bandana and it also means you don't need a shawl pin and sort of like a cowl so the ones in the photographs are have on the loops they've got a highlight color a contrasting color and i was thinking hmm, i'm not actually sure exactly how to do this part of the pattern but if I do it in highlight colour, people might see it's really wrong because <laughs> they'll be concentrating on that bit. So I kind of wanted just to keep it as the colour of the rest of the body of the shawl. But when I was about three loops in, I'm looking at the yarn and I'm thinking, I don't know if I've got enough left here in this ball of yarn. Because I got to, I think it was 102 stitches um, of shawl to do it and I was just thinking I don't quite know so I went and rummaged in my stash and I then took them downstairs and I said to Richard which one do you think is the best one here so he says do you want it like a mega contrast or do you just want it to sort of blend in and I says I really want it just to blend in just in case I don't as I said manage to get it right so he pointed to the dark grey <laughs> and I went oh that's obviously meant because it Turbo Gal Lisa also bought me that yarn and it was the leftovers from the Vera Valamaki breathing space Valamaki jumper that I made a few years ago and the very lovely uh, Turbo Gal Lisa and Twinsa Ellen had bought me that from Mode Knits so it makes it extra special so I knitted away on it and whilst I still don't think that I've followed the pattern correctly um, I've really enjoyed wearing it so far so much so I haven't even blocked it which is bad I suppose I better wash it through um, I did comfort <laughs> wash all my other knitted I've got my knitted jumpers all washed through and some knitted socks and some gloves as well so I was quite I was quite productive 
Um, and then what happened? Oh, Richard gave me a sinus cold. <laughs> he was so generous. But you know, listeners, I've never been so happy to get a runny nose and uh, no temperature because then I knew it wasn't COVID. Um, can you smell? Can you taste? Yes, it's fine. So, um, <laughs> I know sometimes people have had these, but um, yeah, it was a sinus cold. And I was a bit floored last week, so I really only finished this shawl and then I've started back onto the vanilla socks for Richard. <laughs> oh, my darling, you give me a sinus cold and I shall make you socks in return. <laughs> but um, he's obviously, well, he was lying there and he, he likes to have his feet stroked, which really annoys me because he has his feet on me when I'm knitting and sometimes he gets poked with a needle. <laughs> sometimes I don't mind and I just pet his little feet. And it was quite handy because they were there to try on. So I couldn't ask for a, a better person to have your foot stuck on the sock quite easily. So um, I'm using West Yorkshire Spinner's Candy Cane for this. Uh, it's quite a good sturdy yarn. Um, obviously that colour is quite a old colour now, but so. And because <laughs> it's Christmas colours, really, um, it's now February and I keep thinking, eh, should I still, should I maybe? Yes, I'm just going to keep them because I quite like them. And I'm using my Addy, no, I can't remember which one, the three needles. Uh, they're like little circular needles. Sock and Wonders, which I really like. And uh, when I was actually at work, um, myself for an hour last week I saw somebody and I was like oh, person that's not in my house chat 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 and she was the same and she's a knitter so it was really nice to chat to her and um, she said that she's been in a lot of socks and says oh right what you will have you been using and she says that she got some West Yorkshire spinners and she treated herself to some of the bird colours and then she says I really needed to get the contrast colours to go with it and I was like you spent a little bit of money then. She says, well, why not? Quite, right? You treat yourself because we can't do anything else. So um, we discussed that for a bit. And then she said that she had also been working on a flax by Tinkan Knits. And this is one that I got a bit stuck at um, using my own yarn cone last year. So I was like, oh! Excellent. And she said, oh, you just put in the stitch markers. <laughs> there was a problem with actually putting the stitch markers in the right place. So once they're in, and I've done a little bit in the setup, it'll be all right. It's just my brain was not accepting where the stitch markers would go from the pattern. And I knew I hadn't actually done it right anyway. So I, it was fine to take out to the collar and start again. So she said that she's well onto the body now. So um, we'll probably see each other a little bit more because I've got to start back in the office part-time next week I am part-time but more part-time than what I would be um, and she will be there so I'll maybe take a minute and get her to put them in <laughs> that might be the way you do it not for her to knit but just actually put them in and then I can be like oh so yeah uh, so that was the knitting and onto the sewing, I can't remember at what stage I was at telling you for the purple tunic that 
I've got from Prima, uh, 2012. Somebody gave me this pattern with, I'd say, pithy instructions. But um, I don't think I've done any more since I spoke to you last. No, Mum hasn't managed to make it up because of uh, the weather. We had quite a bit of snow and uh, Mum doesn't drive in snow, which is fine. And it was icy as well. So I haven't done any more and she's coming up for Sunday dinner today. Richard is cooking it right now. <laughs> so um, we're looking forward to that and hopefully we'll manage a little bit more. We've got to set up my old heart locker here, my Singer S O one OL overlocker and then I get a message at some point in the past three weeks and it's from Angela saying did you know that Aldi's are doing dressmaker mannequin dummies and it was £69.99 something like that yeah I'm pretty sure it was that and I went no I did not know that scuttled over to the website and realised that I could get um, online delivered because Aldi has some things that they only have in store but they do do online deliveries and we don't have an Aldi up here we have a Lidl's so I thought hmm now I had looked at a dummy and thinking because mum and I had talked about getting a dummy and she had one years ago and I think she bought it from the shop in Wick and probably quite considerable expense at the time but she said that it's pretty much right now otherwise she would have given it to me and she had said that before because I think the question it asked was how do you dress make yourself because this is all very well and good like you fitting it against me but I wouldn't be able to do that I don't think and she says well you just take it off and on take it off and on, and on again and then she says it was awkward. She says, but when you have the dummy, it's a lot easier because you set the dummy up for your size and then you know sort of where to pin it and everything. Mum's never done a tool, but um, I could also see why that you would do that as well. And especially for doing the hem as well because she was on her knees last time. There. My mum's going to have a big birthday very soon with a zero at the end. And um, I always feel a bit bad when she kind of gets down on her knees and does the hem. So I had really seriously been considering getting a dummy, but the prices I had seen them for was like £150. And whilst I would like to give the money to a smaller company, £69 was a good price. So I thought, hmm. So I ordered it on Saturday and it came on the Wednesday, which wasn't bad. And um, it was a lot lighter than I was expecting. <laughs> My teenage son is delighted with the box because he's turned himself into a <laughs> into a robot. Um, he's 15 now, but, you know, he still likes a box because he's a child. And I said to Angela, well, what are you calling yours? We have to give them names. And she said, Betsy. And I went, oh, well, mine's going to be called Davis. And then I realised it's Betty Davis, not Betsy Davis. I mean, you might know a Betsy Davis, but I don't. However, mine's is now called Davis, so it's stuck. So I took it out and I put it together 
and it wasn't hard at all. It basically was just putting its feet on, which was a bit like putting the base onto a plastic Christmas tree. And it's quite sturdy. Um, I don't, I can't actually remember my mum's for how wibbly wobbly hers was, but this is a brittle plastic, so I, I would imagine, you know, it's going to have that lifespan. Um, and then it's got a bit for the hem, which goes up and down, and it, it's got an arm out, and then a clippy bit, which I think will be quite good. And then it's got 10 other uh, ways to do the measurements. So popping the stick into the feet, well, you put the feet on, then you put the stick on, and then that's it. So I'm sitting here with Davis looking at me and I haven't put it to my measurements yet. I think I will. don't know why I didn't do it. I don't know. I didn't. Anyway, but I did drape over my purple tunic. So it kind of looks like I know what I'm doing. I've no idea. That's not sure. You know I don't. But it really does. It's, it's, it makes me very, very happy. And it was a big highlight getting this so hopefully i'll have a bit more news on that and may actually be able to wear it as well now that i'll be going back to work part time part time <laughs> i've actually got to do my own ironing corner because <laughs> i didn't iron my work stuff because i didn't wear work stuff when i was sitting in the house um but now i'm going back to school i will and it's fine because i'll be having people that aren't in my house so, um, and I say part-time, part-time, I have to be here when Richard is away because he works away sporadically and here for my children who are not back at school yet and would really quite like to go back to school but can't yet because the R number is not down enough. The listeners will get there because the, we will. Um, right, now here's a story for you for especially for Heather and Jan, which I said on Instagram yesterday. Now, a week ago was Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's to all you lovers out there. Um, some people don't like Valentine's Day. Some people use it as a remembrance to go and get a mammogram or um, a cervical exam. Have we all checked our bits and pieces recently? Um, it is always breast cancer awareness for everybody because men and women have breasts. So uh, Valentine's Day I thought <coughs> I'm going to do some quilling. Now quilling is a paper craft and you get a long thin strip of paper and then you have a tool that has two prongs and you slot the piece of paper into the prong and you roll it up and then you can make various shapes from it and then you glue it onto a piece of card or each other and sometimes you can make objects or animals or just a beautiful card. So I was, I was like, I'm going to make a heart for my husband for my Valentine's. And it wasn't because I didn't want to buy one because I had the opportunity to buy one. But I wanted to make it because it's nice to make things for people that you love. And I really fancy doing quilling. So started it off and I was sitting in the kitchen and then he says, oh, I'll go away. And I was like, oh, okay then. Knowing fine well that I had to make all these lots and lots of hearts. And it was, I, I got the idea of Pinterest and it was 
lots and lots of circles, various um, thinness and thickness of circles, in red and pink, and in a heart shape. And um, so I was just making these. And years ago, one of my lovely friends from um, textile artist, Ella, she had given me two boxes worth of quilling supplies and said, do you want these for the school? Because she used to be a teacher a long time ago and um, she must have gone that way. And I had offered it, but they didn't want it at the time. So it sat there and I was going to give it off and tried to get Daisy interested and she wasn't. But because I was sitting doing it, she got interested. So she was making a crown for Buchel because <laughs> that's what dogs need is a crown. So sitting there, do, 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 and then she goes off and Richard comes giggling through. I says, what? Oh, he'd been on her Sims game again. She's obsessed with Sims 4 just now. Um, she has a knitting pack and she makes things and her Sims sell them. So she, and they make money that way. And she can make houses. She really, really, really enjoys the making of the houses. And I think this is quite a good thing for a dyslexic brain because they can see the way things get put together without actually having to do the writing and reading because that sometimes she doesn't like doing that. So, um, Richard came scuttling through and he says, oh, I've put a whole pile of stuff on her Sims game. Oh, I oh, yeah. And he had done this night before and there was a lot of screaming afterwards. And uh, it was kind of funny when she could just undo things. So, he went off and she came in and then... She came giggling through this time. She says, Daddy's been on my Sims again and put a whole pile of plants on. <laughs> and I says, oh. So then she spotted his phone. And I went, all right, yeah, there's his phone, yeah. I says, don't do anything too drastic. So she moved his apps about. So <laughs> he wasn't very impressed with this. So he started shouting and screaming at her. And she started shouting and screaming at him. You know, this was this like typical family life. And then I intervened, trying to calm things down. And then I started staring, shouting and screaming. Well, it was like screaming with me. It was just shouting. And I went, do you know what? I'm trying to be nice here. I'm making your Valentine's card and you're giving me jet for something I didn't do. Right, fine. <laughs> fine, that's fine. <laughs> Threw all the stuff back and <laughs> I went upstairs and went, that's it. You'll get all them bits thrown at you tomorrow for your Valentine's card. So, goes off to work, sees the shed door open, delighted with myself because he wasn't there to see it because it makes it's actually Richard's highlight of the drive as opposed to mine. <laughs> um, I quite like that he likes it, but um, <laughs> it's actually his highlight. And then my highlight was a sunbeam. So then by the time we got back, uh, we apologised, everybody apologised and everything was hunky-dory. So went and finished the card. But that was my story about the, the Valentine's Quilling Day card. He nearly got it in bits. <laughs> oh, listeners. Yeah, life is not an Instagram picture. Life is sometimes a bit noisy. <laughs> sometimes a bit gluey too. So as I said, I got this lovely gift of this black notepad um, and these beautiful jelly pens or jelly roll pens and they're gel pens and they're just, they're actually, they're lovely writers. So I said, oh, what am I going to do with this? Because uh, thankfully the white, the black 
uh, the white, gold and silver look really nice on the gold, the black. So I wrote a letter. It's posted. And then I was like, oh, I think I'll do some Zen tangles because I haven't done anything for a bit like that for a while. But what I actually did was first was look up the type of notebook that it was, a Sakura one, and what had other people done in... <laughs> that's a bit beyond me. There was quite a bit of cherry blossom um, drawings on it, and I thought, well, I can't actually bother going and finding a pink jelly pen. So I just kind of keep looking. And then I found some more Zen tangles, and one of them is now on my Instagram. And then I did another one today, but it wasn't quite as good. I don't think that the gold pen was quite the right thing for that design. But I was quite enjoying it. Zane Tangle's basically just doodling. Um, I really, 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 really like white paper with a thin black pen. I really, really, really like stationery. And because I work in an office, part of my job is ordering stationery. And it's awesome. It never, ever fails to make me happy when I have to order stationery. Even if it's boring old um, print sticks or pens. But... You, I, I just, I know I've, I've got a kindred spirit when somebody likes stationery. I've always thought, oh, you like stationery too? So, yeah. So, I'm sorry, oh, you're my friend. <laughs> I mean, we might not agree with everything else, like, but if you've got stationery in common, you've got a good start. Um, What I've watched is, uh, <laughs> I'm going to recommend, is a K-drama, Korean drama, and this one is Mr. Queen. It was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> really good so funny and um, last night we were watching The Dig on Netflix and I'd recommend that too because I had been listening to the History Extra podcast and um, I was actually had downloaded it was about Sparta and then it was about the Persian Empire, the next one whilst I was cleaning the toilets well the bathroom in my house, scrubbing away and it just ran on to the next one that I hadn't downloaded but it was streaming it and it was about Soot and Who which I think sounds like something you would see on Thundercats Thundercats, Thundercats, ho Soot and Soot and Who or maybe not quite ho, Soot and Who Soot and Ho now make it up yourself listeners <laughs> look, geese, they're still here Um, they'll be going off soon, I tell you what when there was snow here the field next to us, which generally come in March, April, before the geese leave, was absolutely full of geese. Their normal feeding fields must have been too full of she- um, sheep, not sheep, they're not bothered by them, uh, by, of snow. So we were treated to quite a few days of lots and lots and lots of geese. It was like armadas coming over, it was amazing. Um, so I was watching. So I was listening to History Extra podcast, and um, it was a guy who actually worked at or works at Soon Who. <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's a very serious subject, um, which I didn't know an awful lot about, and it was very interesting. And it's in Suffolk, which I had even look up because I was getting mixed up with Kent and Surrey. And that is sort of near Ipswich, above London, to the right a bit. And 
back in 1939, there was three mounds excavated, and the film is about the excavation. And they found that it was from an Anglo-Saxon, and they think pretty much that it was a king because he was buried with a, a lot of stuff. Sort of like what the Vikings would do, and it was about that time. So, quite interesting. Um, not too dissimilar to things that we can have found up around this area or and over in Norway where we've been before. So it was it was quite a highbrow one this. Um and then I had listened to a, a medieval queens in film or media from a recording that was a live recording so it was quite a old one. But she was very interesting and this was a history extra podcast as well, but she spoke faster than me. <laughs> I was like, what? Because I know that you all have to listen to me on half speed. And um, right now I'm speeding up because I'm a little bit cold. However, listeners, um, my highlight of my day is you, obviously, and then my mum coming up. We won't be doing the ironing that's over there, but I need to do it, so I'll get that done. And then I will be happy for next week because it's so much easier having it already, isn't it? Um, and yeah, I hope whatever you're doing, your crafting is going well. You're actually concentrating enough for it. I hope, very, very much hope, and this is first and foremost that you are managing to stay safe. You New Zealand guys and girls, sorry, I don't know where that was coming from. It's like I'm eating something there. Um, New Zealand and Vietnam people around the world you carry on being awesome um that's also a highlight because one of my friends from school lives in new zealand and i love watching what they're doing just now because it just feels normal and thinking we'll get back to that we will get back to that listeners and with that i've probably forgotten about all the stuff i was going to say to you but i'm going to leave it so um keep on crafting we'll have a little bit of good time and this is especially for louise doing the bee dance. Right, you can get your bumblebee ready because that's what bumblebees do when you find the honey. The sugar, is it the bee? The pollen's over there, the pollen's over there. Come on, back over here, the pollen's over there. <laughs> what is she splaffing on? Right, I have enough splaffing for me. Um, keep on crafting and please take care.